Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Far From Pro Welcome back. I am your host, Evan Walsh, and with me is the man, the myth, my co-host. Vibes Vibes are high tonight. Vibes are high tonight. Yeah, and so for most of you who don't know, we are recording this on 7 o'clock on a Saturday night for 4th of July weekend. Um, You know, it's every week me and Joseph have sometimes run into some problems, trying to figure out when we're going to record, when we want to do the pod. Um, And this week, first time we did a Saturday night pod, um, I was a little nervous. I didn't think we were going to come with energy. I didn't think we were going to come with the vibes. But we have been banging we are all here. cylinders. We have been banging all cylinders. It has been a crazy week in the sports world, and I am so ready to dive in. Are you ready? I think we all knew that NBA free agency was coming, and we knew it was going to be hot and heavy. But oh, we're not it was coming. That just yet. Just yet. All right. We're going to hop right into the hot or not. Everyone's favorite, maybe second favorite to the top three. Don't know. Don't care. They're both great. All right. I'm going to start us off here because yeah. I got something that's on fire. Um, as most of you who are watching on the YouTube, I am clearly in some golf attire. Mm-hmm. I just came off the golf course. And there's a hot for my golfers out there and for people who are the average Joe who go out and golf. It's called it's the halfway house, as some people would call it, the house of the turn. You play the first nine holes, and it's that it's that hot dog or food that you get at the turn. Yep. Now, there's a lot of varieties. You can get a brat, a burger. There's there is a lot of different things. But to be quite frank, it varies on the person, and I don't care what it is. It could be any sort of food, any sort of item. Maybe it's a candy bar. It hits so different after that front yeah. nine. I, when I was eating, because you're my, just my, 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 I, Exactly, and I was eating my hot dog, and I was just like, I was like, this has got to be my hot because I know the feeling that everyone else gets. I, this feeling I'm having right now, it's euphoric. That is for sure my hot this week. Joseph, you got a hot for us this week? Yeah, I got a hot for you. Um. Nighttime swimming. You ever gotten a pool at night? Well, I have an in-ground pool in my backyard, so yeah. Well, okay. I didn't even know that. Um, swimming at night just brings it to a whole other level. Um, you just feel like on top of the world. You feel like you're basically Aquaman. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a little little luminesce under the, under the water. You're just swimming through that water on top of the world. Swam at night last night, 4th of July weekend. Nothing better. You got another hot for us? It's a completely different euphoric high than, yeah. than swimming in like the regular water. Yeah. And having a pool myself, sometimes I need it to be nighttime for me to even convince myself mm. to go into the pool. Seriously, because it gets that boring. That's a great hot, actually. That's a really good yeah. hot. Um, I don't have any more hots. Um, do you have another hot? Because I have a knot for us. that. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. I'm going the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, before we go yeah. any further with this knot, can I just ask, yay or nay, Rudy Gobert trade? Nay, big, huge Okay, nay. okay, all right, huge thank nay. God you said it. I'm Thank God oh. you said it, that's my knot, that's my, I think it's such a dog shit trade. You already had an all-NBA third team def- uh, at center on your roster, okay? And you're going to try and convince me that that guy, like, he, you're going to realize that when I said Twin Towers, try and convince me, yeah, that's, what, that's what we're going to do. I know it's the Twin Cities, and you think of the Twin Towers. What? Well, you don't think of the Twin Towers, what? but you think of two. Well, you know yeah. the Twin Cities, two, two, twin, two, two big guys. guys. Yeah, you can call them the Twin Towers, but I, sure. I, I really first. What? I'm not gonna. I, this is bad. All right. So <laughs> anyway, I hate the fact that Rudy Gobert is there with Carly Towns. I think I it takes it. away from him being the star center. And I don't. Who the hell said Rudy Gobert and Carly Towns are gonna work good together? 
you got an all-scoring big man who, to be quite frank, is the worst defensive big man in the NBA. And then you got Rudy Gobert, who's all defensive rebounding, and he can barely make a layup. So I, it's like... You, yeah, that's where that's where they're trying to go with it. It's like you're going to have two big men that one's really good at offense, one's really good at defense, and whatever. It's just like... It's just Rudy Gobert, bro. He's like the most like mids player I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, dude is the definition of like... Congrats, you play basketball, but like nobody cares, dude. Like, <laughs> you, you, you the, the biggest, like, when people think of Rudy Gobert, they think about the COVID thing. As an NBA star that's expecting to get paid the max, that cannot be your biggest moment of your career is touching microphones when you have COVID. Like, that's what we think of when we think of Rudy Gobert. I hate the trade. I hate that they gave up that many young pieces for it. Way too many draft picks. I really liked Walker Kessler coming into Minnesota. Whoop! Out the door. Three days. I just saw his video, his entrance video. Oh, guys, I'm so excited to start in Minneapolis. We're going to get going. You know, I'm a southern boy. I'm coming up. Nope. Gone. Uh, yeah, Pat P-Bev. Uh, MVP P-Bev. Yeah. Gone. Gone. That's a really bad move. Where, that's your culture right there. Yeah, I know. You think Rudy Gobert is going to bring in the culture that No. He'll bring in a few P-Bev's big gets from, from France, though, no doubt. A few big gets. Maybe some of- in the team locker room now. No doubt about it. No doubt about maybe, it. And maybe he'll start another pandemic, and this time it'll come from Minnesota. So, you know. <laughs> you know, I, and the thing is, I think Rudy Gobert gets a lot of benefit of the doubt for the fact that He's such a good rebounder and defender. Let's not ignore the fact that he's seven foot one and has a swing exactly. stand like an eight foot five guy. Like, is it really that hard to grab twelve rebounds a game when you're three feet? Like you're seven, you're that much bigger than everybody else. I just, I just feel like that's such a huge package. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you would. There you, are okay. S- Superstars that, that have got less of a package. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. That is a trade. That is like all the people we gave up. I should. I said we. Not he says we. we. I know. You're out no, on the no, table. No, 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 not me. But I, I will say that you would, if you would have saw like what Minnesota has given up yeah. and not saw what they were receiving, you would have thought we were getting KD. You yes, would have thought we that's were what I'm KD. saying. We got Rudy Gobert. Why do I keep saying we? Damn it! It's not <laughs> we. There is no we in this. Why did the Timberwolves get Rudy Gobert when they could have gotten someone like Kevin Durant? And I saw I you don't see Brian understand. Windhorst. Someone was saying they're trying to flip those. That Utah's trying to flip those picks for KD. Yeah. Utah, you want Kevin Durant to Utah? Good luck convincing him to do that. The, like, like so many draft picks, there they could reasonably, with the talent that they have on the roster now, go and trade for KD. Minnesota, what are we doing? Like, and you forget they gave away Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Two, yes, two good, I good role players in that. Like those are franchise. those are pieces you would give up to give a superstar. Yes, maybe a few draft picks, but also throw in PBF, also throw in a basically another first round pick that you just got. Yes, like three days ago. Oh, well, don't you? I don't. Well, don't you? And don't you think that it's a little funny that like. We brought in Pat Bev. He completely changed the culture. Signed him to a $13 million con. I keep saying we, but <laughs> we, Pat Beverly, he was got signed to a $13 million contract. They wanted him They wanted him back. They really seemed like they loved him. And if everyone can tell, he clearly changed, the, completely changed the aspect, the culture, the platform, everything in Minnesota. I think, I think the Utah Jazz are better after this trade, and that is not what you want to be saying. You think I think they are better off. The Jazz got better. They're if the Jazz, all the Jazz have to do to be better is win f- two playoff games. 
Like it's I not that hard. I will say this, Joseph. I will say this. I was looking back on an old podcast, and we've had this conversation before. Who is going to leave Utah, Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert? And you said Donovan, and I said Rudy Gobert. But I did say I thought Rudy was going to the Dallas. I thought he was going to go to Dallas, and instead they signed JaVale McGee to a three-year contract. I don't know if you saw that. The Mavs are doing everything they can to help Luka. You know what I'm saying? How, They're how, like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't get this though, because now what, what does Donovan want to do? Like, if this trade makes Utah. Donovan want to stay, if this trade yeah. makes Donovan want to stay in Utah, it was a bad trade for the Timberwolves. Like. The, the Utah Jazz should be rebuilding with this kind of trade, not better I mean, or not you close. Said it, you, I think, well, I mean, here's the deal. The Jazz had to make a big move this offseason, period. Yeah. You said it best. If this team does not make it to the finals, they need to completely dismantle. They need to completely rebuild. Just forget everything they were trying to do. I don't do. even think I said they finals. Need... I think it just win a playoff series. They couldn't even do that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, they, sh- they they could be the finals, at least Western Conference finals. Yeah. They are that they were that good. They have two two super max players and very good role piece. I mean, I don't know. I thought they were good. also the money thing, and we can move on. But the money thing makes no sense to me. It's the Timberwolves. We don't have the luxury of being one of the richest franchises and being able to pay all this luxury tax. You're gonna let you every role piece walk. You see that like, Timberwolves were number six. Their 2021 to 2022 roster, so this past year, was the sixth mm-hmm. most payroll of all time in NBA Yeah, it was history. super high already. And I don't know I don't know how they're adding Rudy to that. Whatever. I mean, it could bite me in the butt because it could work. I could see how it works on paper. You need more defense. You grab more defense. On paper, Joseph. Thing. On exactly. Paper, yes. And, we, and um, we're going to get to this more later. Um, with the NBA free agency talk, but I have a I have a knot. I have another knot. Okay, we're still on the high. Um, uh, the Pac-12, obviously, but more specifically, anyone that's not in the Big Ten now. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Okay. The Big so, Ten. The Big Ten is boom. Can we, knocking can we just it out say the there, there there is no power five. But no, that that no, wording no. I don't even think there was any God. It's power two. SEC you, and Big Ten. I don't want to hear in college football, there's no nope. other conference. No one cares. So Joseph, let me ask you something. Because I we addressed this earlier and I told you I think I have a completely different take than you. Do you like the the move? For who? The US USC. For the Big Ten. Do you Here's what I'll say. Here's 10? what I'll say. I think the Big Ten. The Big Ten is the one accepting. I think USC and UCLA are the winners in this. They are going to a better branded conference. They are going to better competition. They are going to better fans. USC and UCLA are the winners. The Big Ten's like, sure, we'll take the Pac-12's biggest football brand and the Pac-12's biggest basketball brand. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. UCLA, like 11 Mm -hmm. championships. Just saying, One just of the saying. So basketball programs of all time. Exactly. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Cali boys, UCLA, USC, welcome to the Big Ten. Come on, we love our football. So, so yeah, that's what. See, that's what I was thinking about, Joseph. Have you ever thought about that? Like, isn't it kind of weird to think that on like 11 o'clock on a Saturday, we're gonna be like watching USC take on Northwestern in 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 San in California, LA. <laughs> And it's gonna be it's so it's even weirder to think like like they're like so I saw a tweet like this guy on the Northwestern football team tweeted like 
like everyone in the Big Ten, all the players and athletes are lit in the Big Ten now because now they have an excuse to go to California. Like now they're like, now we get a nice, now we get to go to California for a week, like in the middle yeah. of the winter for like basketball. Like, possibly like, two weeks. Minnesota kids, all the Minnesota yeah. and the Midwest kids, they get to go to California when they get an away game. They're like, fuck, I, perfect. I Like that's the best thing. So yeah. here, here's, what I, here's what I thought you were going to say. Here's what I thought you were going to say. Here, here's what I say. I think that they should have made the move, but I, I thought they should have gave up Northwestern Nebraska. I thought they should have grabbed both those okay, schools. Okay, that's and that's just that's what I. Nebraska I knew would hate not, that. dude. Nebraska is literally the fourth biggest money maker in the Big Ten. Like, let's get that out of the way right no, now. No, it's uh, not. Illinois. Shut the fuck they would one hundred percent give up Illinois, Rutgers, Maryland, Northwestern, Indiana before yeah, Nebraska. Hundred percent. But, but, but now, but now UCLA and U and USC can come. Like, think about it. Their only money making programs are basketball, and football. Every other program, like look at their lacrosse team. They're going to get murdered by Maryland. Maryland is a top five school in the country. Imagine those USC kids going to play against Maryland in lacrosse. A not the Big so Ten big is pro- the best best overall conference, and here's why. Top two football conference, top two basketball conference, in my opinion. You can you can make an argument for the Big East in basketball. Um, and yet they have the best academics conference, I would say. And that's pretty not pretty much not even close. It has most most elite I schools. The, I think the Ivy League would. Disagree. Well, okay. I mean, of the Power Five, <laughs> of the Power Five. Let's get that out of the way. There is no and, Power Two, damn it. Okay, yes, of the Power Two, but traditionally Power Five. They have the best overall sports in the country. Every sport the Big Ten is competitive in. There are sports that the SEC does not compete in. There are sports that the Pac-12 does not compete in. Big Ten is competitive in every sport from bowling, Nebraska world champions, that's right, to lacrosse, to everything in between. Big Ten is where you want to be now. And just stop with your Nebraska thing. That That is absurd. That is one of the most ridiculous takes I have ever heard in my life. You clearly haven't watched How? Big Ten football. How? You clearly haven't watched Big Ten football. Oh, because and watched that fucking Adrian. What's his Adrian Martinez? That big, dipshit throw it's, footballs it's, around? It's about money, Evan. It's about money. The Big Ten wants money. That's why they that's are taking saying. UCLA Isn't and USC. Weird? Northwestern, weird Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers, um, Illinois, and Minnesota make way less money than Nebraska, and it's not even close. The TV rights. Nebraska had nine primetime games this year. Nine. You know how many Minnesota had? Like three. Uh, maybe, maybe two, maybe two. Let's and ladies and gentlemen, that is how you get Joseph Ryle. And actually, you know what? I, <laughs> I have one more thing to say. I have one more thing to say. California boys, hot. USC and UCLA, you boys better be ready. You better be ready for that Penn State whiteout in a chilly October night. You better be ready for the horseshoe and those scum of Ohio State. You better be ready for the scum of Ohio State as that crowd just screams at you. You better be ready for the big house as the fluttery snow comes down from that cold, dark Michigan sky. You better be ready for Spartan Stadium and those gross boys in green. You better be ready for eh, Minnesota. That's fine. It might be (laughs) negative 30. You better be ready for that. Most of all, you better be ready for that open air of Lincoln, Nebraska, as that consec- the longest consecutive streak, the sellout streak, 90,000, the sea of red is screaming at you, and you better be ready for a beatdown at Memorial Stadium come 2024. Welcome to the Big Ten. We like our football here. Yeah. 
I'm gonna be the bearer of bad news here. Um, and to be quite frank, this is gonna hurt you. Holy shit, is UCLA and UCLA not scared of Nebraska? Like, not even, not even. See, like, it's it's funny you say that because I don't think UC or UCLA has ever played in front of like more than twenty thousand people. So let me let me ask you this, Joseph. When they first, do you think you do you think Nebraska is going to beat UCLA, USC and UCLA? Dude, have you seen the state of their programs? Oh USC my. and Can UCLA. You just- they can't even make a bowl game in the Pac-12. They're playing but, Arizona, who didn't win a but, single game. But that was before Lincoln Riley, and that was before Caleb Williams, and that was before that whole program was on a turnaround. Now the Big Ten's going to wait two or three years, give Lincoln Riley some time, All right. get him some more right. players. Welcome. Welcome. Five stars don't come to the Big Ten for football. They don't. Lincoln Riley to... wanted out of the SEC. He didn't want to go to the oh SEC. He may Riley have just joined a better conference. Dollars. He didn't give a shit where he's playing, where he's coaching, who he was coaching no. for. I, I would he's... be. I would say. I would say USC is going to be a really dominant program, but UCLA does not scare anybody in the Big Ten. Not even Northwestern. Dude, I re- that literally that like, team is hot garbage. Was it just me or did it come out of nowhere that hearing they were oh. going to the Big Ten? Woo! Like, dude, I literally like. So I was. I was leaving work, and my friend pulled up next to me and showed me the alert on his phone. I was like, I thought he was kidding. I thought it was a joke. And I was like, And it, wow. and it got confirmed like that because it was a rumor like, at no, first yeah, no two one even hours thought, like, later. There was no like thought. It was just like, yo, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt about it. Get him in. Get him in. No deal. Um, so that's our UC, USC, UCLA okay, yeah. talk. We gave our we can opinions. Move on. We told them we're going to move on here. I'm excited. Um, low, I'm going to do a little PGA Tour talk. So I don't know if you heard. Tiger Woods has announced he's going to be playing. Um, not only in just the four round, not just in the rounds, like in the actual tournament, he's going to be playing in the Pro-Am as well, which takes place the day beforehand. Joe, I, I, I know Tiger's Tiger. And we all love, even you who doesn't follow golf and is in love with Tiger. Everyone mm-hmm. loves Tiger Woods on the course, you know, off the course. He is what he is. <laughs> not ever. On the, on the course, you can't not love Tiger in golf. Yeah. And as much as I want to see him there playing, as much as everyone else in the world does too, I think I need to be the one anti-Tiger person to say this. Go get healthy. Please. We've said it before, Joseph. Is he going to get healthy though? That's the thing. Like, But the thing is, you need to go find that out. That's what he needs to go do. He needs to go find out if, for one, even if he can get fully healthy again, and two, if he does, can he play at PGA? This is not PGA Tour level. I, I get it. He made the cut. Dude, he literally had to leave the tournament early. quit in the middle of the tournament because that's how bad it was. He couldn't even walk off 18 green on the one when he finished the round. This is not golf, dude. This is not like this isn't him. This isn't Tiger. And for everyone amping him up and being like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see him play. He's going to play. I get it's exciting. No doubt. I understand that. But you have to understand, is it really that exciting if he's not playing like the Tiger we all know and love? Which he hasn't been. And I hate it. I hate to watch it every single Thursday, Friday, and the Saturday, Sunday, even if he does play. I think he needs to take at least a year plus off, go and see if he can be healthy, and come back to the game in a good way. Okay? That's what he needs to do. If he takes a year plus off, he's going to come back and have to retire. That's my opinion. And I don't think he wants to do that yet. Yeah, and I don't think he has any interest in playing on the senior tour. I don't think he has any interest of – I think he only wants playing majors. Only the big-name tournaments. And I completely respect it. That's just my opinion on it. I was going to ask you, 
A bunch of big names left golf. A bunch of big left names golf left PGA. They're headed to the live tour. We gave our opinions on it. I, I want to hear, like, how do you feel about all this? Like, how do you feel about this whole live tour PGA thing? I know you're not very big into golf, but just from a, a bi- an unbiased, you know, third-party perspective, looking in on this, how do you feel? Because you got oh, one, yeah. one league, the live tour, paying them more, more purses, Less playing, so you're being with your. It's completely. Yeah, it clearly mean, shows a lot better. We've but already. Then you got the I mean, PGA, which we all know. So tell me, Joseph, how do you yeah. feel about it? I mean, I've already. I think my point hasn't changed. It's just it makes me care about it more when there's two. And two that's tours? all that they need me to do. Yeah, because so you think because, they need to have both. Well, I mean, for me as caring about golf, it makes me more interested in what's going on. I see a headline. Oh, he's going to the live tour. It makes me interested. Saw that. I think your your boy Morikawa is is he not because he's playing in the no three M open at PGA. He's staying so at he PGA. he was he's playing the three M open. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. We I got a little bit a little bit of back and forth here. Not everyone's going. Not all the top guys are going. But They're, it's, it's um cool. you could call yeah, it. Yeah, I mean Pat Perez and Patrick Reed just had their press conference asking about you know live tour and um. There was some shade thrown at the PGA. Um, Perez was like, he basically just said, yeah, we can leave now. What are you going to do about it? That's literally what he said in the press conference. He's like, yeah, we clearly, they were trying, his exact words, I believe, were like, they've been trying to keep a hold of us and like tell us what to do for so long. How did that work out for you? Those were his exact words. Basically said, like, I can't wait to go make more money and fly on my private jet with $100 bills hanging from my ball sack. That's what he basically said. And to be quite frank, I don't blame him. Joseph, I'm going to ask you one last question about Liv before we get on NBA free agency and our last topic in top three. I'm going to ask you one last question. Uh You're a PGA Tour golfer right now. You've been on the tour for five years. You made a good amount of money. You're definitely very comfortable. You're, You're doing good. On the PGA Tour, you know, you're making money based on how you play. you got all your sponsorships. I walk up to you and say, I'm going to give you $100 million to just play in the Live Tour. Mm-hmm. You can play in less tournaments. And also, it's already all, yes. It's already yes. It's a, so you're saying yes, zero. To, even if you were... Even if you grew up watching the PGA, were completely dedicated, love the tour, it's zero doubt going to live. Yeah. Because okay. me yeah. too. It just me yeah. too. no thought. I mean, maybe Zero, the old the old heads can hate you for that. Exactly. But as far as I'm concerned, the only thing you'd be missing out on is the Masters. Exactly. Because that's the only thing that casual people tune into. Mm-hmm. So, so live golf league more money. Live. Let's let's start this thing. Speaking of golf, that's kind of like free agency. You know, free agency golf. Yeah. Where are we going? Let's go. But NBA also out of free agency a little bit, and I know you have some opinions about the old. The old guy, uh, KD here, and and some other things. What 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 have you been watching this week in NBA free? So a few things crossed my mind. Um, the biggest one I think that has crossed my mind the most is the Jante Murray trade. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I love that trade. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've been good at predicting. I was dead wrong about Harden and the Sixers. I was dead wrong about the Miami Heat in the finals. I have been off in my basketball predictions. I am sorry. I will say this though. I love DeJounte Murray with Trey Young. He's officially going to go become a true two. You've seen his numbers since his beginning of rookie mm-hmm. year to now. He's gotten so much better. I think that's just a perfect backcourt. Now, 
the Atlanta had to give up a little bit to get him, and you know they had to do what they had to do. But you know, in my opinion, I truly do believe this is a perfect fit for Atlanta. I love the now I love Trey the can doesn't have to be the dominant ball handler. He has a two that can come help him, sort of like a yep. CJ McCollum Dame thing. I love it. And I think they're going to become the new C.J. McCollum and Dame, sort of. Like, in that sense, you know, they take over the league. They're dominant. We know how good they are. I don't, I don't know. know dominant. Oh, my God. That's one of the best backcourts ever. If you right. don't think Damian Lillard and C.J. Well, McCollum. Well, yeah, but. The, the, <laughs> in their like prime. Three, like when three they're playoff balling. wins. That's what I'm saying. Like, who knows what their playoff success is going to look like. But I think as actual individuals, it's going to be yeah. pretty unbelievable. The Knicks that's wanted DeJounte. Opinion. You saw the Knicks wanted DeJounte. Um, they yeah, got they, they got Jaylen Brunson. Brunson. Oh my! What, what do you think about the Knicks? Suck. Okay, I'll ask you this again. We talked about this last week. Now, given everything, would you rather be a Knicks fan or a Nets fan today? Oh my God, Nets fan, dude! The Knicks suck. Still they Nets suck. with all okay, the so drama. I don't know if you know this, but Jalen Brunson's dad is actually yeah. on. You saw that, that was agent they have been like his, scouting Jalen Brunson for. I mean, years. he just got a hundred and ten million dollars because his daddy. Let's let's. Uh, he's a baller, dude. He's good. He is a really good. He's one not a one, though. He's not going to be he's a one. He's not a one. He's not. And RJ Barrett's not a one. And Julius Randle's not a one. Yeah. You, you, you got, got a bunch of threes uh, on that Knicks team. What are we and doing? I'm not even talking about looks either. I'm talking about just their game. <laughs> there, no, it's there's like, some. Well, RJ Barrett. He's oh, not, Joseph. He's not very Joseph. Good. Joseph, stop yourself before you finish that sentence. But it's <laughs> to be quite frank, when I saw that he was getting signed for 110 million dollars. I went and picked up a basketball and started working out right away. Because let me tell you something. If a guy if a guy like him, no, no, if a guy like him is getting paid $110 million in the next five years to play like how he's been playing, now he again, a bucket, complete stud. $110 million? Fuck that. I better start doing my two ball handling drills. Because let me tell you something. That's unbelievable. There's no way he should be getting paid to. I'm not saying he's not worth it. I'm not saying he's not. I am saying he's not worth it, actually. Why did I say that? And more importantly, I think that you, I love the Knicks. I think the franchise itself. You do? No, listen. I think the Knicks franchise itself is amazing. And I love mm-hmm. the, the past they have and what they've done. But the Knicks in the past 20 years can suck everyone's ball sacks because everyone <laughs> hates them. They're the worst. From from prime Dude. mellow to, it doesn't even fucking matter. You can pick your year. It My doesn't favorite. Matter. Well, who's your favorite bust that the Knicks traded? Mine Chris is Carlos Boozer. Well, there Mine's he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't a free agent. No, but that, that goddamn pick was horrible. I, I think I mean, you can find worse, but <laughs> yes. oh yeah, I mean Anthony Bennett's still alive. But the Knicks are it, kings of signing twos and threes to one money, and it doesn't work. Stop doing ever. it. If you want to be a five seed in the playoffs, go ahead. You're not winning a championship. Like, why are we trying to go out and get Jalen Brunson when, like, you could have been this whole time just waiting till Durant wants to get on the market and going and getting Durant because you knew that was going to happen because Durant likes to go on the I market think, every three years. I think years. now would be a great time to do this. Three. I want you to say the team that you think Kevin Durant's going to play for. This is in the 2022-2023 season in five seconds. Ready? Five Four, three, two, one. Trailblazers. What do you think? Oh wow. Now I don't know I don't know if the logistics work, but I want it. Want it so only bad. if Dame's there. If Dame and okay, KD yes. can play together, Woo! that's all I need. That's all I need. What do you think? So I think I I think Phoenix did you okay, you know what's kinda weird? 
Why was Phoenix his first one right away? Because he likes going to teams that couldn't quite get it done without him? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe, he thinks they're but close? there's no way he thought he was going to be able to go there with Devin Booker, CP3, and Aiden all there. Not no, maybe Aiden, all three, but I even think, two of those three guys. Even two of those not three guys. Not definitely, yeah, I don't know. There's I mean, no, there's could no happen. You, how, what type of no, trade would... They, they would have, have no, no defense. Depth and, and they'd have no defense, and it's also just like... May, I mean, I saw one, the only trade that would that you could maybe do is Aiden, Mikhail Bridges, which if you give away Mikhail Bridges, what the fuck is your team doing? I love Mikhail Bridges. I, yeah, he's good. If you're a coach and you're a franchise and you could pick any player that you just love to have, it's got to be Mikhail. It's got to be Mikhail. Defense, yeah, hustle, a solid, scoring. Like, guy. Oh, he's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I don't I don't he's know. A, it's just like he's a, there's so all the teams that he wanted to go to, there's like so much like there have Miami. to be so much movement. Yeah, like Miami, Miami that have to be. It have to be Kyle, like Bam. Tyler, like you're giving away. You're not getting. Does Jimmy Bam want to go to and, Brooklyn? Exactly. And, and all the and these te- teams like gotta have players that want to go play in Brooklyn with. Do you think maybe Kyrie's Kyrie? Gonna, you, think, you think Kyrie's gonna stay? I don't think so, dude. I don't. Yeah, I know. I, the I Nets said they. Leaves, he's getting the fuck out. Of there. The Nets said they would rather lose both than have to do what they did last year. And I Kyrie was their main yeah. problem. So I think Kyrie's going to the Lakers. I've seen I've seen trades where they're both combined. I wouldn't do that if I'm a team. I don't want to see those two playing again together. No, that didn't work. Joseph. You know what they should have done? What they should have said? Fuck it. I'll trade you straight up, Russell for Katie. Have Russ. I mean, Russ for Kyrie. Kyrie and LeBron team up together in LA again. Russ and Katie team up in Brooklyn together. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying. I don't how think, iconic for basketball history. I don't think history anybody would, that would be. take that trade for Russ. He's a he is well way taking it is one thing. I'm just saying for iconicness. Yeah, that would be could fun. Mean to NBA, I still want. I still would sick. love. I would love to see a Kyrie for Anthony Davis swap or something there in the trade. Anthony I don't. A fucking loser, dude. Why yeah, I know, but it's not. Wor- it's not working with LeBron. So I think I want to oh see Kyrie God. in. In, in a Laker uniform, that would oh, be cool. Even LeBron, because then I'd have a, even more of a reason games. to hate the Lakers. I don't. There's just so many teams. It's like, and I've seen Celtics. Like, then you'd have to get rid of like Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. And what a great trade for the Celtics getting Mikel, Malcolm Brogdon, by the way. Yes, that's yes. a great. So that trade. kind of showed I, me that they're not they're not in the KD sweepstakes. No, I don't know no, that no, Phoenix no, no, no. or Miami could be. So I don't know ba- where he goes. Dude, Boston is looking to run it back, and they're running yeah. back hard. They're very they good. They're like they're keeping their team. They're like. I'm just, we're just going to add pieces, and we're coming back. Like, we're yeah, coming because, right back. Because without if the Warriors don't say healthy last year, they win the title. And the Warriors have not been healthy the last two out of three years. So, exactly. it, very well, you lose one of the big three in, in Golden State, and they don't they don't win that championship. Huge so. shout-out to Bobby Portis, by the way. Declined his $6 million yeah. option so that he could sign to, like, I believe it was a – it was more money in Golden State, and he could pot now he's a chance to go. I mean, not that he did before. Now he's going to go win. A, could possibly win a ring with the Golden State Warriors, but he went to a championship caliber team, and he got paid more. So, congrats for Bobby. I'm really happy for him. I don't know how much exactly it was. I know it was more than six million, which was what he was originally offered by the Bucks, and he declined it and said, "I'm going to go get more money." So um, good for him. So, well, I'm trying to think. Do you think that free agency works in the NBA? Because I'm of the opinion that unless your name's LeBron James, you're not winning a title. Unless you what get you LeBron James in free agency, you're not winning it. Like, if you build your team around only free agency and trades, you're not winning a title in today's NBA. Like, if when, is it, when is it worked? It hasn't worked with KD. It hasn't worked with anybody but LeBron. I think, 
What do you mean? Didn't KD get traded to the Warriors? Well, they were that that team's not winning without their 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 organization being built already. I think like NBA free agency is the most efficient free agency in the world. I think that for NBA big name, mainly trades. I'm saying, I'm saying, sending off your late round first round draft picks for stars. I just don't think it works. It's the Nets have failed twice at it. Remember back in back in the 2000 back in the 2000s, they made that huge trade with the Celtics for all those draft picks. Didn't work. They did this again with the KD and Kyrie thing. Didn't work. I just think like if you're trading, the reason the Warriors are so good is because they took late round first round draft picks and guys that maybe weren't going to be stars and turned them into stars. Same thing with the Bucks. Like and the Lakers managed to do it only because of LeBron. The the Warriors have done this um, so many times of just taking your first-round draft picks that, oh, it's just a first-round draft pick. You might be a bust. Well, okay, you're going to just go out and keep signing big names until the end of time. KD's going to switch teams like 50 times and never win a championship. So, I don't know. I think my honest opinion is I would rather have what you just said. I'd rather have a team draft a player and develop them and get them into bigger names. These guys, these here's the deal. In the NBA, you have a bunch of people who work in the front offices and the upper areas who have never played basketball before. And GMs who, all the GMs, like some of them, some of them may, maybe they have played basketball, but not at the highest level. And they don't know what real fucking ballers are, dude. And these mm-hmm. GMs go for big names. They don't go for real hoopers. They don't know that Rudy Gobert and Carly Towns have so, them on the same team. Probably won't work. So, you know, you got a lot of it's about matchup and trade. But I again, I love what you said. It needs to be development. It needs to be get him in the franchise, yeah. have him live here, be comfortable. If you can get a bunch of five NBA level players to be comfortable, play confident, and play at a very high speed, you're you're gonna be set up for yeah. success. No matter I what think franchise you are. It the problem is that NBA franchises wanna save their jobs. And mm-hmm. they think that they're going to save their job if they make the playoffs and get a fifth seed. One one big trade, one big op, free agent move. Oh, we're fan saved. Bases we're saved. Don't, we got it. Fan bases don't want fifth seeds. We want no, championships. You have to build for a championship. You can't say, I'm going to go pay Jalen Brunson so I don't get fired. Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert was the 27th pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Why not just keep Walker Kessler, who is a very tall man who is not great at offense but very good at defense on your roster. He's the 24th overall pick. Develop him into a Rudy Gobert and you're a championship-level team. And you don't and have you, to no, give up all imagine those pieces. Had, imagine if we'd done that with Walker. for And then in two years, he's not, exactly. not Rudy Gobert level, but he's playing like Rudy. Exactly. And you're paying, him, you're paying him $2 million versus $40 million. Like, oh my like, God. Develop man. your players. You exactly. don't always have it's to not, go out and try to make – just try to make a win a playoff series this year. Like I, I love that. The take. goal is championships. All right, we have take. talked enough about this. Let's get to top three. Let's get into the top three. We are doing top three cartoon shows. Yes, Joseph's pick. What a good pick. What a great option. And because it is your pick and your option, I'm gonna have you start us off here, Joseph. All right, all right. Um, we were we were getting. I got in a little bit of a heated. A little bit of a heated, not a super heated debate, but, you know, a friendly banter debate last night about this. And I think number one is just obvious. There's no better no better show. I'm a big oldies guy. So my number three is the 1969 Scooby-Doo comics, uh, Scooby-Doo cartoons, because I binged those boys when I was a child, and they are just some of Did the best. Did you just pick Scooby-fucking-Doo for your top three? Yes, bruh. You can't slander it. 
It is. I just. It did. is one of. The, I can't believe. One of the greatest Scooby-Doo. pieces of cinema I have ever seen in my entire I, life. I knew. I fucking knew right away when you were gonna do top three cartoon shows. You were gonna pull out some just bullshit. Just like how is that? Scooby Doo. Yes. Dog. Yes. Right, Dog. What's yes. Two? Exactly. What's your number two? Um, your number, number two is SpongeBob because that's just an iconic show. Like you can't you can't beat it. Um, the run is just. Run is just goaded. Um, you know, some kids weren't allowed to watch it. Um, that may or may not have been me, but I watched it anyway. So, sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> and then, number one, uh, this is not debatable. It's it's Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb is the best kids' cartoon. Okay. I can get so behind that. Of that's all, my like, I, That's my okay. three. In my opinion, there's just nothing better. I Just seeing that show on TV got me so hype. Like, just made me, like, vibrant inside. Made me want to go out and do stuff. Like, what TV show makes you want to go out and, like, touch grass, you know? Only Adventure Time. Only Adventure Time. I was never a big Adventure Time guy. I never watched Oh, that's disappointing. See, three, I'm going Phineas and Ferb. I'm going right with you. And number two, I'm going Adventure Time. I, I used to be a big Adventure Time guy. Um, for most of you that know me, I'm very witty and I got I got a pretty quick response yeah, personality. I can type see guy. you being a big. And I learned a lot of that from Adventure Time. I learned <laughs> a lot of that from Adventure Time. Growing up, listening to that, it was good shit, good comedy. I love that show. And number one, I and I I think this should go without saying. To be quite frank, if we didn't have it, I'd be disappointed. It'd be SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants is. Not only iconic, but it's probably the greatest cartoon to ever be invented. Whether or not you agree with that, whether or not you like SpongeBob, it's way too popular. It's way too well known, and honestly, it's way too good for most people to hate on it as a cartoon. That was my favorite. Not even close as a kid. That is my top three, Joseph. What what uh what like channel was your main? What channel? Did I you so so I, I I definitely was Disney. I I so. You, we, we decided we were going to do animated, not too yeah. many. So when I started... Well, because I really, think both of us would be in agreement that Hannah Montana would be our number one. Yeah, if it wasn't Hannah animated. Montana at one. Uh, I, you know, I used to watch a lot of Dog with a Blog. You ever listen yeah. to that show yes. before? Yes. I, I used that, to watch I that, that, actually. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> not like a cartoon. I just, I remember I used to watch that a bunch. Um, and honestly, I wish I would have had Disney Plus as like, when I was like five through 15. Yeah. I would have been set. I would have been so set. Because um, you don't have to big, wait for it to come on and see exactly. what's coming on next. You just I like Disney. Watch. I wasn't a big. Do you know what I didn't like actually? What? That was actually not a bad program. Was Disney XD? I didn't like it when I was younger. You know what Disney XD is? Yeah, I don't think I really ever. I don't think maybe I didn't, I didn't watch it. it. I, I I didn't. watch That's the one it. that like, like Gravity Falls was on. Yeah, like I didn't watch it. I, I I don't think any of the shows are bad. I just literally didn't watch it. I was a huge Disney guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think Did, I we had. Days and XD growing up. My grandma had, you know, do you know the channel Boomerang? This is why I'm an oldies guy. It would just play like old cartoons. So like the Jetsons, the Flintstones, the old Scooby-Doo's, Tom and Jerry, like all those. And Saturday mornings at grandma's house. Say the just, first name, the first name again. Boomerang? Bef- no, before the Flintstones. You said oh, the Jetsons? Flint- Who? You don't know what the Jetsons is? Wow. I've I'm just never. an old soul, I guess. Look it up. It's like a, it's like a futuristic... Um, the Jetsons? It's like, it takes place in like 2150 or something, and it was made in the 60s, same time as the Flintstones. Like, my parents made those shows growing up, but I still I still rocked with them. It's like a futuristic, they oh, fly cars and stuff. okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm a big I oldies guy. Never seen it, but I I I got an idea now. I don't think <laughs> I really watched Cartoon Network that God, much. God, man, you are just. Yeah, we we're, we're really different in the cartoon character yeah. character, but you know it is what it is. Um, thirty minute pod today, great podcast Saturday night for the people. Um, so much to, so much to dive into this week. It was there was a lot to dive into, and a lot that's what makes one. the podcast go. Yep. Um, I don't know if all of you follow Instagram, but we got to a thousand followers on TikTok. That was a big accomplishment for us. So let's give us a round. Come on, give us a round of applause. Um. It was a big day for us as a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Joseph has been absolutely phenomenal on the TikTok. Been knocking Here's to the next 1,000, eh? Just for the next 1,000. Um, so I want to say thank you to everyone. Thank mm-hmm. you all for listening. Thank you all for subscribing. Make sure we all like, comment, subscribe. Do what we got to do to get this thing rolling, to keep it rolling. Joseph, do you have any last words for the people? No, it's just a big week for us, big week for sports, and hopefully the rest of the summer goes this way because we were expecting a little bit of a dry summer, and this week went boom. Really slapped us in the face, Joseph. It really slapped us in the face. We were ready for it, though. Yeah, exactly. We were ready for it. So we want to thank you guys for listening. Please, please, please have a great 4th of July weekend. Spend time with your family. Don't blow blow your fingers off. Do not blow your fingers off. Do not blow your fingers off like Jason Pierre-Paul. Everyone, please enjoy the weekend. God bless America, and thank you all for listening. Peace.